Hi all, welcome to another episode of Let's Hookah. On this episode, I sat down with comedian Mohanad El-Shiri to smoke hookah and chat about everything from comedy to capitalism to TikTokers doing stand-up comedy. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave a comment and follow us on Instagram. Thank you. Welcome to Let's Hookah, podcast where we talk about everything from hookah stories to hookup stories and anything else that we want to talk about. Today we have Mohanad El Sheikhi. Did I say that right? You, you did it right. I fuck, did uh, I yeah. actually? No, yeah, just just, <laughs> <laughs> just go for it. Yeah, just go for it. Just I, commit. I love, I love that you're asking me. Yeah, yeah. Like, just commit to it. Yeah, you're already halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, that's the no one ever gets my name right, so I want to yeah. make an effort with people. But no, I know. Yeah. I know. You know. Yeah. Do you know how to say my name? I believe so. I'll say it. You're not going to make me say your name now <laughs> on, on this. No, 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 no. Because no, you wanted to cancel one another. <laughs> yeah, well, right now you have all the power. And yeah, I don't like that. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's my podcast. You're you introduced <laughs> me. I'm not going to say your name on your podcast. You say it on your I own also podcast. Probably no one knows my name. Well, my name is John Zuccarami. <laughs> I should have you introduced me on my podcast. There you go. Um, yeah, my name is John Sukarabi, and no one knows how to say yeah, that. John Sukarabi. Exactly. Yeah, there see? you go. Look, you, you're a pro. Yeah. It's okay for you to give up some power, Mohanad. You're already a man. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. But I'm also an immigrant in America, so I already have reduced power. But I am also an immigrant in America. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am. I do have a Danish citizenship, so... I go back I to I a have, stable I don't country. Have any European citizenship. <laughs> uh, if go. I get out of here and I want to go back home, I don't have anything stable. Right. Yeah. You're, and your home is where? Libya. Tell, Libya. Yeah. How are things in Libya? How is it right now? It's a bit. I, I don't know. It's a complicated question. Yeah. Well, yeah. how do you feel about it? I feel good because I'm not there. <laughs> right. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's, for your family is for me, it's great. My family is good too. You know. I mean, it's it's kind of stuff that you get used to. Right. You know, it's not really, it doesn't, it's it's, it's hard. Cause like when you explain to someone here and how it is and, and everything, they're just like, oh, this sounds so bad. But like, I mean, I remember living there and obviously it wasn't easy, but you just, you know, it becomes your norm. It becomes easy. It's like, like it's like how people were during the, like, the lockdown. Right. It's hard the first like month and a half. And then you're like, you have a routine. You have like, you're like, yeah, everyone outside is uh, dying, but... <sighs> I guess I'll just have to, you know, roll with it. You do get desensitized with things. I feel that a lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Human beings, I feel like, are, like, very, like... I mean, you don't know, like, what your limit is until you're put in a in a situation where, you, right. you're, where you're tested. Because, like, if you ask me, like, in 2019, you described the pandemic to me and what's going to happen and everything, I'm like, I'd be like, there's no way I can make it through. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Whereas now I kind of feel like that was fun. I'll go back. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't fun. I don't want to kind of sick, <laughs> sick things you were into. It was fun for me. No, uh, I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't fun. I'll say though, it's just like, you know, I mean, it was nice because everyone, you know, gave up on their hopes and dreams. That was great. Yeah. And you, there's no competition anymore. No competition, no FOMO. Like, oh, you had all these plans. Good for you. Well, now sit down. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the universe did just like slap us in the face. 
and yeah. and because we humans have been the worst ever, right? Like, yeah, we're we're just despicable as a species. So the universe punished us, and now we're back to exactly what we did before. Yeah, nothing, nothing changed. changed. <laughs> People learned, have learned nothing. Humans survived. Yeah, yeah we exactly. we won. It's uh, yeah, humans we, won. We won against other humans. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> we won against the universe. And, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, let's Luca. Yeah, absolutely. Look at you. Yeah, I don't smoke a lot, but... You like the flavor? Yeah, I like the flavor. It's watermelon chill. It's my go-to flavor. You might wonder, what is chill? Yeah, what's chill? What is? I don't know. I think it's mint, but they don't say. Because it's all synthetic chill. stuff now. Okay. No. So it's not a, there's no watermelon involved in this. I mean, it's flavoring. I don't know what the chill part, watermelon, does it taste like watermelon to you? It does, yeah. Okay. For it me, does. it's just like something sweet, but also minty. That's what it feels like to me. But uh, yeah, it's the only flavor I smoke right now. Yeah. 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 No, I, yeah, I don't smoke enough to even know what the flavors are. When, when did you first smoke? Uh, I mean, I've been doing it like for years, but like literally like maybe once every like, five months or so like if if i have like friends or like you know right. like it's an out like it's a social thing yeah you know it's a social like thing. i don't have my own right uh and i don't really like you know go to a hookah bar or something but like if friends are doing it like i'd smoke with them but all my time in the uk so i lived there for six years there was this one hookah place right next to where i lived and it was the only one and i would go there at least once a week yeah because it was the only way to feel it connected to like Middle Eastern culture, like yeah. brown culture for me, because I was in such a white space. And the the act of smoking hookah is also so relaxing. Yeah, but it's like you said though too. It's like a, it's more of a, it's more of a Middle Eastern thing. For sure. I feel like my friends are like you know like, like Palestinian or like mm-hmm. Lebanese or Syrian, and they're like really really into it, and but. Where I come from, like, is you know, like North African countries are really not. It's not a big thing. No. Yeah, people don't really. Yeah. People smoke it, but like, it's not. You know, it's not a. You don't, you don't own it at home. Right. You don't have your own. Like, you have to go somewhere to do it, and you just do it maybe like on the weekend. Yeah. Same thing in Turkey, something. actually. Yeah. It's like a weekend thing. It's you go to a a tea house kind of a thing. Yeah. And you do it there. The culture of smoking at home with your family is does not exist. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, yeah. Like my parents definitely don't know I do this. Yeah. And I've been doing it every day since probably like not every day, but you know, very very often for many years. Yeah, exactly. I mean if you don't yeah. live your with your parents, they know nothing. Right. Which they is know, great. Thank God. Thank yeah. God. Okay. Incriminating. So we're getting into incriminating stuff now. Um no, um, what was I gonna say about the hookah? Uh, so in Libya, you you still have a lot of family there, right? Yeah, my whole family. Your there. whole family. Yeah. Do you still have friends? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I don't really talk to a lot of them anymore. You, for, from your undergrad or high school or? From well, I mean, most of the friends I had, literally, I had them since like through every uh, school year. Okay. You know, like I had the same like. My friends who I went to middle school with, I went to high school with, and then I went to college with. So you did college over there? Was that? You did college in... Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I went to med school for a few years. No and, way! Yeah, I did. How did that go? 
Obviously. Clearly, you're a doctor now. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a. <laughs> it went well. I'm. I'm a. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I quit after a while because I was never really into being a doctor. I it was not really something that appealed to me. What uh, was it you didn't like? You're like, I want people to die. I do not want <laughs> to save people. <laughs> All of it. I mean, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, as a, as a. I mean, as a, you know, as a profession, obviously, it's a noble profession and whatnot and, and all of that. And at the end of the day, it's like financially, it's good money too. Mm. Uh, like the learning aspect of it and like doing the stuff. And I was just like, I saw my friends who liked it right. and I knew I did not have that. They were like really into it. Like they were like, you know, seeking outside like sources and like learning more stuff wow. and and all of that and i was like i this is not me i'm barely just like studying for the <laughs> test and, and i and i understand that this is not how you're supposed to do it like you have to be passionate about it mm. and then i was like yeah it's not it's not for me and then i mean to me in general like college is just a waste of time you think that college in general is a waste yeah and i mean i i, I, I still like in portland i went like when i moved to portland i got I uh I went to business school and I finished and I got a degree and everything but mm. honestly I'm just like what was the point right. like uh I feel like I've learned from like more from the electives I took more than actual like uh like business right. and I and I wished I didn't go to business school I was like oh I wish I went like to something more like that has to do with my profession now mm. you know like something that has to do with writing or like yeah. whatever I think about that often too. I wanted to study. I kept going back and forth between studying biomedical science or journalism. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, if I'm a good writer, then I could still do journalism because you don't necessarily need to study it to be good at it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right? Because it's writing. But then once you don't study it, you also don't, you know, the barrier to entry is there still. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, you're, you're closer to it if you study it. Whereas, you know, things with medical school, if you don't st study it, you, you can't do it. You don't need to do business school to do a business or you don't need to yeah. study writing to be. Yeah. Um, I, I wish I had done some creative writing. Yeah, exactly. In, in yeah. And I took some electives in that and that helped, you know, like just kind of like, you know, to yeah, yeah, basics and like and right. whatnot just to, just to have that. But I wish I like, you know, I picked something more into that or like some weird like, you know. I mean, there were like people like were literally like studying like comic book writing and stuff. Like this sounds like way more fun than I right. uh, than like studying supply chain management. <laughs> oh, wow. I was so je I was so jealous of my friends in college that were studying international relations. Yeah, they had they went to study abroad as a part of their program. So, so, so many friends of mine went to Egypt for an entire year yeah. and they were just living their best life studying Egyptian culture, you know, they yeah. weren't doing anything. They were just, of course, yeah, you know, of having course. fun. Yeah, um, absolutely. Meanwhile, I was, do I was in the lab like 15 hours a week with 40 hours of like different medical classes that I had to take. And it was so yeah. boring. No, I know. I know. I wish I did something like that. I remember I took a conflict resolution class that was, you know, it was fun. Just, I was just like, yeah. oh, I should... I wish I like, you know, majored in something like that, you know, yeah. that's something, it's just like stuff that requires more like, I don't know, like it's being your own person, like thinking and you know, like it's what you put into it and there's like no rigid, like 
rules and stuff like that. But when you study like something like business, it's you know, you have rules you have to stick by. Yeah. You know, like you have like equations and stuff like that that you have to follow. You have study like statistics and like shit like that, and it's just like very rigid, like very number wise. And you also said you were like with the worst people on the planet. Right. Like a bunch oh, of douchebags. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a lot of the people like went to, I went to business school with were either in like, you know, like, uh, they were like athletes, a lot of athletes. Hmm. And then people who are just like, you can tell that they cannot wait to finish college and get into business. So they ruin poor people lives more. <laughs> it's just like, <sighs> their whole yeah. thing is just like you know finance bros and like mm. wall street is like you know that like unironically they just love it and you, that's what what that's what they want to do when they see the world and like numbers and like stats and like not people you know it's like more like the profit right. aspect of it and stuff and then you're like well i don't think i want to do that too yeah um, there was a point in my life where i thought anyone who was in consulting and finance was just doing it because they wanted to make money. And then yeah. I met people that actually got excited about, you know, the, the, just the ability to, to just create profits for these big companies. Like that's not money for you. Yeah. That's money for big companies, but you're just learning how to exploit the general public. Absolutely. No, I, I remember I, like during the pandemic, obviously it was like so boring and I was just like, I feel like a lot of people did two things. People got into cryptocurrency and like just a, stock market in general just because of like you know uh gamestop and all of yeah. that and uh, oh yeah that was a huge thing yeah so i started like joining these like some of these like discord groups where people talk about stocks and like and all of that and i was just like truly i was like the only reason i joined i was just like i just want to like know like if i want to like if I want to invest in something, if I want to buy something, I want to like see how people do it, like learn, right. like I'm sure there's a good and a bad way to do these things. And a lot of these people do this thing that's called day trading, mm. which is, you know, uh, for, for people who don't know, like you buy the stock in the morning and then like you literally sell it like by the end of the day or like an hour after or whatever, like it makes you right. money. Like, so you're like, watching it throughout the day not throughout the months or like throughout the year or anything that's you know? wild yeah and like based on like what what's happening with the news and the market and right. like and sometimes it's just like someone tweeted something and something goes up and something goes down and it's like it, it's you know like outside of money it's just like it feels like a fun game you're just mm. like kind of like it's kind of gambling in yeah. a way yeah for uh, sure so people get excited about you see your stuff go up your yeah. money goes down and all of that stuff but then you start like seeing like what kind of news they consume and like what they how they translate like actual human events into money and like these are like a bunch of psychopaths absolutely like i remember like uh i remember specifically there was a uh so there was like a uh a company that sells like police gear okay yeah so they sell police gear they sell like uh uh-oh. security yeah. stuff and whatnot and uh so people were watching the uh uh the trial of the cop who killed uh, george floyd yeah and the so the judge is about like you know to give the verdict whether guilty or not and people were literally bought 
into this stock because here's what would happen. If he says not guilty, then there will be a riot. Right, right. Which means that there will be more police gear being sold, which means the stock will go up. That is unreal. Wow. And obviously so, the opposite, it will go down if it's a guilty verdict, which what happened. So eventually, like, and I did, like, I was, like, so intrigued by, like, watching these people do this. And I was, like, I'm going to, like, look at this, at yeah. that, like, just, like, the chart. And literally the second he said uh, guilty, it just, like, went down like that because wow. everyone like, sold their stock. And I was just like, this is truly insane because you're looking at this like from like a human rights yeah. perspective. Uh, this is a person who died and this is the cop who killed him and all of that. This is, and there are people but that all are you families, care about is your profit. And these people are just like, literally, I'm just like, how do we yeah. make money? And, that, and I was just like, I was just like, and it, it like it kind of like shed the light on a lot of stuff when I'm just like, because I, I have like friends who I went to business school with or I knew. I'm just like, okay, I know for a fact that you're not really like a like a political person. So you're not like really like even like a Trump person or like a mm. Biden person, or like a Bernie person. You're just like, don't care much about politics. But I was just like, now you're like so excited about Trump. But then I'm like, oh, he's really good for your like stocks, I guess. Interesting. So that's how they, that's how they, you know... Everything yeah. is money based. I think in general, I can't trust a person who says they don't care about politics. No, you can't trust those people. No, these people are like, like at least you know, like Republicans or like people like who really believes in like. And I'm just like, you, you have, you know, you have a set of values, even though they're wrong and fucking disgusting. But at least you know what you are. These people are just like, where is the money? Like I yeah. know for a fact that if free health care for all. <laughs> there would be an angle for it they would make for them to make money yeah they'd all wanna want Bernie Sanders for to sure win. Yeah. for sure but that's it's just so appalling that there are these kinds of people who can just profit off of human like misery right I know uh, I mean literally everything you know like and, and that's the thing I'm like I literally am just like okay I I so I stopped like literally just like trying to do any type of stocks. I was just like, okay, first of all, I don't put my, my money into this shit. It's weird. And it's just like a lot of it is just. Yeah. Uh, it's, but you also, it, what's crazy to me is you really have to understand social psychology. Exactly. Yeah. Someone said that like the stock market is just like graphs of like rich people feeling, mm. <laughs> you know? There's no science into it. Like it's it's rich people whether they're like if they feel confident the stock is right. up, if they don't if they're like worried about something, the stock goes down. And you can't control that, obviously, because anything can happen on the news. Like Trump gets COVID, the stock market goes right. down. Uh there's a lockdown, the stock market goes down. Yeah. The war in Ukraine for example. That's the, been so wild how the whole world has been affected by the war in Ukraine. Yeah, but also, also so much people, like a lot of people made money like that night, like the invasion happened wow. because the second Russia, it was announced that Russia invaded Ukraine, oil stocks all went up. That's so if crazy. you had like any money in oil stocks, it goes up. If you have money in like, uh, what's that called? Lock, Lockheed Martin or something like the it's a weapon manufacturer. Okay. If you had stocks in that, it will also you'll also make money, and that's why they're like 
people in Congress three weeks before the invasion of Ukraine. Like it turns out that they bought stocks in that company. So they were literally gambling. Ooh, uh, yeah. On, but that know. also makes you wonder, right? How much do they help in contriving these situations exactly. for themselves to make money? Well, that's the thing. That's why they say that people in Congress should not own stock. Right. Uh, you know, like if, if they want to own stocks, they should give their money to someone and be like blindly buy stocks mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. And then once they're out of Congress, they can cash out, but they don't know what this is. But they don't. But that's not an effect. But they, exactly. They, but like, if I have, if I have, invested so money, so much money in a in a weapon manufacturer, of course I want Russia to invade Ukraine. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are the kind of person who has stocks in a weapon in the weapon industry. You you have no morals, right? Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people like who call like uh, COVID like fake and all of Mm. that stuff and like again. few months before the lockdown happened they also invented in like uh, invested in like uh uh vaccines like yeah, right. in, like the company yeah. that, companies that were going to make it. it feels like it's all like you know they know what's going to go up and down and they will vote to make that go up and yeah. down and I'm, I'm wondering why there's not with the monkeypox thing uh someone doesn't have an interest in this they haven't like blown it out of proportion yet. Um, they kind of are keeping it just to the gays, which could also quickly turn into some sort of propaganda against like, gay people. Yeah. But but someone's not interested. That's really clear, right? Like with the COVID, it it was blown out of proportion so early on before it was even a thing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But also again, because that. That's a new virus, though. Right. So there's like a new vaccine. There's a new everything for it. Yeah, monkeypox. It's a fa- it's a matter it's from of just the like smallpox, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, exactly. It's a smallpox vaccine. It, it does exist already. It's a matter of just like how much can you get yeah. here. But like you know, the U.S. is not making it. They're not inventing right. it. Right, right, right. Um, there's no way to profit off of this. There's no, yeah, there's no way to yeah. profit off of it. There's no angle. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But I, yeah, I had been thinking about this. Like, what what is what would have been critical to the people who make money for the, for them to actually blow this out of proportion? I guess it's the vaccine thing. Yeah, it's the vaccine thing, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess now there's like a bit of virtue signaling as well. Like, oh, why why is it just the gays who can get this vaccine? Um, why is that a thing? And don't most people already most people have are vaccinated against? I, I don't think so, though. I think if you have a smallpox vaccine, because we get that as like infants, right? Well, you do. I do. But yeah. Americans don't. Oh, is that not mandatory? Yeah. No. So in, in 1972, the, uh, they stopped giving the smallpox vaccine because smallpox was eradicated. Right. Okay. Uh, so in the U.S., they stopped. So that's why a lot of people are getting monkeypox. You don't hear it like um, people in Libya, for example, are not worried about it because everyone is vaccinated. Yeah. Like, I'm vaccinated against, and you can always tell based on like I'm sure you have like yeah. the small scar. <laughs> yeah. Most Americans don't have that. Yeah, Dude. if you're born like if you're born in the sixties or like early seventies, yeah. then you have it. But other than that, most Americans do not. And and I guess it be it because you know it because it's like prolonged like skin contact. Mm. It's like how like. Uh, HIV was how AIDS yeah. was, you know, like it's not, it's 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 crazy to me because it's just like 
I think it's 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 being pushed as as like a gay disease because people don't want to care about it. It's like how HIV and AIDS, like HIV and AIDS, you can get it, I can get it for sure. But yeah, they made it sound like only gay people can yeah. get it, and then you don't have to care. Yeah, and then once other people start getting it, they're like, okay, uh, I guess we need to fucking like yeah. find like a solution for it. It depends on like who dies from it the most. Right. Uh, right. Uh, but but obviously, eventually, everyone needs to get the monkeypox vaccine. You know, yeah, for it's, sure. It's yeah, yeah. I'm just happy that I don't have to think about it. Yeah, like the the freedom that comes from just being like, yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna get all these things on my face, and I can just live my best God, life I know, out here. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, and also like it's funny because like a lot of people care mo- more about the monkeypox, even they did not care about COVID because right. monkeypox like makes you look bad. It makes you look bad. It visually manifests. So exactly. there's also some like shaming uh, for having it. Is it? Yeah. So many people just did not care with COVID. I mean, I did not care with COVID about me getting COVID. It was more like, am I putting other people at risk? I was just like, you know, oh, I'm young. I'm okay. And I'll be fine. Um, but it was more like, am I around people who could get sick from it? That was more the critical thing. For uh, me. I was fucking scared. Though. Really, I was. Yeah, not. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to get it because I. Well, like, I didn't want to get it because not because of the COVID itself. Like, I just kept hearing about like people like, like who are like getting like long COVID. That was scary. Yeah, yeah. So that's why that's what was scaring me. Yeah, that was scary. A friend of mine got long COVID and she was like out. Oh, you can maybe blow it up. She was like out for six months, I think at least. She couldn't move. She couldn't do work and. Oh, that was so scary. That's but, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's when I actually started caring. Yeah, because you don't want to be affected by that. Just yeah. like it, kind of like you know, it's it's in its way, it's like it's a disability. You know, like yeah. you can't like I have like I'm I don't have any I don't know like friends who have maybe like one person, but like from what I read, like people like who are like talk about it online and stuff. You know, they're just like yeah, I literally I can literally like get myself out of bed and take a shower and like this is it's been months and i feel like my life has just like been yeah ruined. like and these are like young people yeah. and like and it's we don't know much about it too because it's just like why is it these people what you know why some people got covid and then they recovered and they're fine some people right. carried it with them some people lost their like sense of smell some people did not yeah it's it's weird like no one really understands how it like functions it's so fascinating and also just the long-term effects on on lungs and brain and there's so much more that needs to be investigated i definitely know i've had covid a couple of times um and i know since i had the delta something about my breathing is different yeah and i mean i do a lot of hookah and i do a lot of stuff but um there's something different that i can feel like when i when i cough now that hurt whenever I do it. If I, yeah. yeah. So I feel like there's so much more to be explored with these diseases. One, so I had this friend in, in the UK. They used to study, their lab used to study HIV. And then when COVID started, they switched to COVID. Yeah. And they were probably the people in academia that benefited the most from it because yeah. they, they had this yeah. like brand new thing to study and no one knew anything. Yeah, exactly. So they were just publishing papers like left and right just figuring out the most basic things about this virus yeah no i know i know yeah 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 
But yeah, for me, what was fun about when I said I thought it was fun was the fact that I was living so fast. Like my life was just so intense in the UK. And, you know, there was the, I was doing a PhD and I was on all these societies. I was doing comedy, almost like, you know, going to London. Um, and then all of a sudden it all stopped. I was just slowed down for the first time yeah. in my life. It felt like the first time ever in my life. Yeah. I think it's, I think mostly for me, it was just like, for like, if someone said, Hey, this is, this is something that is going to continue for like a year and a half and then we'll have a vaccine. Everything will be fine. We'll go out. That would be okay. Right. But I think, I think it's what's stressing out is like, until when? It yeah. was just like, is it two years, three years, more than that? Am I ever going to do comedy again? Yeah. And obviously, like, you're not really, I wasn't really writing or doing anything. And they're just like, I'm not living. No. Any new experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't have anything to write about. I don't have, like, stuff that has happened. Like, I am home. I try to do, like, Zoom, like, comedy. I'm just like, I literally, like, I have my old jokes that, like, make no sense, feel, like, weird to do. Yeah. And I don't have news and anything. I want to talk about the lockdown. Like everyone is talking about that. Right. It's not, it's not fun. It it's, wasn't fun. I remember there was this one bit I did on a couple of comedy shows. I was like, I don't know how you guys are doing, but I have not been able to write a single joke because for the last three months, I haven't met a single racist. I don't know yeah, what to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was doing yoga. I was baking bread. I was going running. That was my life. I was so happy yeah. and wholesome. And I don't know if you relate to this, but you can't be a happy comedian. You can't be happy and a comedian. Like you need tragic stuff to happen because yeah. comedy is just tragedy plus time, right? Yeah, there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I I'd rather be happy. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I feel like shit needs to happen to you, and then you yeah. process it, and then you're like, okay, how do I make this funny? That's sure, that's yeah. my comedy yeah. writing process. Yeah, no, I, I I get that. I mean, you need to like live like you know uh, real life experiences yeah. or stuff. But I'm just really focusing <laughs> on being happy lately, and it's it's great. Yeah, yeah. How's that like, going? I feel like you write better when you're like you know when uh, you when your brain is like sharp. Yeah, when your brain is sharp, if you're happy, like you like you're more inclined to write stuff. Obviously, you 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 can be sad and still be funny. Yeah, and obviously, it's, that's not gonna stop you. But it's just like. I I feel like uh, uh, a lot of people are like I can you can only do it in that way. So sometimes uh, I'm not saying you're like it's just like a lot of people are just like I'm like okay you're kind of making yourself miserable. Yeah. Because you want to like think this is the only way, and I'm like you're also making people miserable, and people can tell that you're miserable. Like so, no one is really enjoying this anymore you don't want to be bad energy like exactly bad, you yeah. don't want that like i'm like okay, yeah. you're just being a bummer right yeah. now and, like, and also when i say that like you can't be a happy comedian you could be a mindful comedian i feel like yeah that's one thing that i learned a lot over the last few years is how to be mindful how to be like connected to my to myself and to my emotions <laughs> exactly, yeah yeah and i think what's come out on the other side as like right with writing comedy is that it feels like I'm sharper and I'm happier, but the things I talk about are still not happy things, right? Like, Of course, yeah. I mean, like, observing things is, you know, it's it it makes you sad sometimes because it's just like you're, like, you know, you're in tune, like, you, you know, like you overanalyze, you analyze right. it, and 
and you know well a lot of people like are just like you know are not doing that or do you want to just want to be you can just ignore everything and just pretend none of this exists and you're not really like mindful of like what's happening around you and i feel like once you do that yeah i guess you can be happy yeah yeah but you're like i don't like i don't want that obviously like i'd rather like just be you know try and observe and i and i also like you know i don't think i can stop myself from processing stuff different and like mm. observing stuff and yeah. like it's just like even when i wasn't doing comedy i'm that's how my mind is wired yeah uh so i have to i guess comedy is like a good outlet for it mm. uh but again yeah like i feel like a lot of people are just like point to some like few comedians that they like big names are like either alive now or not and they're just like well yeah this person was like you know depressed and this person killed himself and this person was just like and i'm just like yeah but i mean yeah it doesn't have to be that way like you don't like i th- I think it's just like i think like in pop culture and media like we glorify that the, like, the artist the depressed artist yeah, exactly, the, like, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, both, uh, yeah. Both in music and in comedy, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, like even like even when we talk about like painters like Van Gogh or something, right. and you know, just like how that man was so miserable and like how he was like mm. and like see his art now and that came from pain and stuff. And I just like I feel like you said, you know, like it's it could be an outlet to process pain, mm. but that also like the I guess the the reason you process it is to get over it and be happy. For sure. Like some of Van Gogh's best paintings was while he was at an asylum. Like he was actively trying to get better. Exactly. Like he did that voluntarily. He went to this facility on his own yeah. and in order to become healthier. And his paintings, no one looks at his paintings and are like, this makes me sad. Right? They're yeah. like, they're amazed. They're so beautiful. And but with comedy and with music, I think often you listen to a comedian and you're like, this just makes me sad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like, this is an attempt for me. Even when I talk about how I'm like, this is an attempt for me to get over it. This is an attempt like for like a hopeful like approach to it. Mm. So I can like, you know, get over it. Like once I talked about it and feel better about it and everything. And, but yeah just to be like yeah i'm sad i'm just gonna like sound like a fucking bummer and then i'm (laughs) gonna i'll bomb everything out and no one is not gonna know if this is a bit or not if i'm okay or not i'm just like (laughs) that's not a good that's not a good vibe to have because i feel like comedy at the end of the day like you know i get i mean obviously people have their own different styles and stuff even though it's like the, the audience are not your friends, but just like kind of like it's a hang, you know, like it's yeah. like if you're like with your friends, like no one wants to fucking bummer to just no be around and just like talk about like dark stuff that leads nowhere. Yeah. Just for the sake of it, just to talk like go to therapy then. Exactly. Yeah. yeah Don't exactly. treat the audience as your therapy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I do think a lot of comics do that. And it's a common joke, right? Like I can't, I'm here cause I can't afford therapy. Like, no, just go to therapy. Yeah, exactly. This is not exactly. Yeah. This is not therapy. Therapy is therapy. Right. Like uh, people are not, you know, they're not here to, you know, listen to you. Or like, unless your your therapist laughs at you, then that's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't yeah. know. I just think it's 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 weird, and I think people need to stop doing stop doing that. Just take care of yourself and like be better, and then come do comedy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Did you watch the Carlin uh, documentary? I haven't. Yeah, I'm planning on it though. Do you have you do you re- remember his old stuff? 
Yeah, I remember okay. his old stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I've, I've watched a bunch of it. Yeah, because I just felt like you know watching that his old his old stuff was so cynical, and it was it was to a point where he had clearly just given up on humanity, um, and he was saying that it was so obvious on stage, but people were laughing, you know, they were enjoying it. But I, I'm wondering how much of that was just him really, really sad with humanity and just. I know. No I mean, one really hearing him anymore because he was George Carlin. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I guess this again. This is maybe his way of like processing it and all of that stuff. And you know, and I mean, obviously, like making people laugh also makes you happy. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how I view it too. But I don't know. At the same time, it's just like I. You can never tell what was his in his mind what was the yeah attempt there yeah. and i also like i personally like, don't want to like you know feel like i'm having a meltdown no. on stage and i'm not saying that he was obviously but it does when i look at it it feels like it yeah yeah but that's the yeah. thing sometimes you're like is that the persona yeah. is that like mm. is that like a character is that is that part of it yeah you know i mean i i do definitely need to watch the thing just to can like I'm sure there are like people who will talk about it, but him as a person and all of that. Yeah. Because I don't know him outside of, you know, like the stuff that I've right. seen. Yeah. I think the the special definitely, this documentary series definitely gives an overview of, of who he was. Wait, was it a series or was it one episode? Uh, I think it was a series. Yeah. Yeah. It was a couple it's of like episodes. A, a documentary series. Yeah. yeah. Um, it does, it does sort of, it does seem like he was this really tortured person. Yeah, and he was just so fed up with humanity. And when he was on stage, he was incredibly cynical. But people were laughing because I think people thought it was a persona. But when you know the backstory to his life, it's like that's not that doesn't seem like a persona. That seems like he was just like legitimately had given up on people. But I don't know. Like I don't know how much of that is just. I also hate doing this. I hate analyzing what artists thought when they this bit because in school i hated that so much in literature class you know yeah. when you had to analyze why you'd read a text from like 300 years ago and you had to figure out what the artist was saying i hated that so much i know i know i mean like you can see that like even if someone like sometimes like you know people like who critique comedy or, or stuff like you, you you'd see or like they comment even on your jokes and we was like oh just very interesting that's what you got out of it yeah like is that's not what i meant but i it, guess it's just open to yeah interpretation right yeah. yeah well i'm putting out so i put out a reel today and i got loads of comments being like women are not funny it's like that's great that's the interpretation yeah. here is that uh, women are not funny yeah i don't think people watch yeah. these clips they just see a woman and that's that's their go-to yeah it's it's boring it's, it's so true. boring i'm just like uh, yeah with these people i'm just like at this point i'm just like yeah i don't i don't really see them as real people anymore they're not they're just miserable people on the internet yeah it's it's yeah. so sad and i i, I don't know every day i, I i'm just like trying I hear, I'm I'm at a point where I'm just like I hate posting, like not, and I'm not talking about reels. I'm like literally talking about like even posting a story on Instagram. Mm. I just feel like it just gives me anxiety when I really? post something. Yeah, because it's just like you don't ever know like what these weirdos are gonna say mm. or like who's gonna comment on it. And then I'll, there's also like the aspect of just like like who's who's viewing it and who's seeing what you post and like who 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 reply to it. And it's just like. Right. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't, 
I actually don't want to have a conversation right now. Yeah, but it's a weird world out there. Yeah, the social media world is so weird. Yeah, yeah. Like at least Instagram is a space that's better than Twitter, for example. Right. Like that space is just so far gone at this point to me. Like I post there still, but I'm just like, I delete stuff all the time because I'm just like, I actually don't want to engage in this conversation right now. Mm. And well, people are just like think it's fun to be like so cynical and so yeah. like uh edgy in a weird way yeah i mean i can't for the life of me think of a situation where someone will post something that they think is funny or like that they're happy about and me just putting them down like i don't understand what kind of people do that i know just can't relate to this at all but i don't know maybe it's because we are in the industry of posting out things and making ourselves really vulnerable to other people well that's i, you know, I mean that's an aspect of it but also like i think people just like I don't know when this happened this happened or something. I think people are just like feel like they can just say these stuff to people who do comedy because they're you're supposed to just like supposed to be funny. Right. Also you're supposed to be able to take a joke and anything they say to you is a joke. Oh sure, and right. Until you yeah. to kill yourself, but that's yeah. you know, you're supposed to take it as a joke, you know. Right. Like you should be able to handle roast. And I'm just like, No. I actually don't want you to be mean to me at all. No. No, I don't. I don't want people to be mean to me. I'm not mean to other people. Yeah, I think it's it, once this whole like roast battle thing became yeah. a thing, and people like started like doing the roast shows and like and all of that. People think it's just like a thing that people do, and I'm just like, I mean, some people are good at it and good for. I, I do not do them, mm-hmm. and I do not participate in like. Unless you're Jeff Ross, just like don't. I don't know. I just think I, <laughs> I to me know. personally, I'm just like I like watching them. Like I would watch it, but I'm just like. I actually rather that you don't say something mean to me and I actually don't want to say something mean to you because I don't think it's yeah it's not fun to me it's not no. funny it's not fun it's and it's not that I can't take a joke I'm just like I just don't think there's a reason right like I do I bands a lot I do do that but with my friends and my, my family yeah like I guess, that's yeah. a different relationship like I can my parents say really mean things to me that are supposed to be funny but that's our relationship I will return the favor as well but you know you you're mean to me on the internet i can't be mean to you i can't give exactly. this back to you yeah who are you right i don't, I don't know, know who you, you are <laughs> it's, it's it's a burner account right and just saying mean stuff to me and it's not funny because you're like i mean you 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 obviously genuinely think that or you're just saying that to be to be mean or just like and sometimes people will tell you that like sometimes like i had people like on twitter or something and i'm just like i'm sorry i was just bored and they just really just wanted to fuck with you Wow. Yeah, they're just like, you know, it's just like, cool. Right. Glad that you're just All fucking right, sick bro. in the head. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was funny today. Someone posted women aren't funny. And then the the whole bit is about how um, I was afraid in the UK that someone wouldn't like my jokes and they make a phone call and, you know, turn oh, out that, that yeah. yeah. And then someone goes, women aren't funny. And then someone else posted. It was, a, I think it was a brown woman because I looked at, I love that she stood up for me and, and it was like, she she said you are that white chick posh british chick yeah and and this person was like still not funny and then this other person just kept going and it was just like i know yeah people wow. start fighting in their replies yeah that that was like okay at least at least i'm not crazy like there are other people who think that this is absurd no it's it's such a such a negative space and like these people are just like so lonely and alone and miserable and they're just mad at everyone in the world and they think that they just like owe them stuff. Yeah. And they'll just take it out on you and I'm just like... Yeah. 
I mean, most of us are just trying, trying. our best here. You know, <laughs> like it's like this whole thing fucking sucks. I know. Most of it, you know, I'm just like, you know, uh, go out, live your life. I don't know, do something that makes you happy. Like this That's is not true. gonna make you happy. No, no, no. it's true. Yeah, let me get some more hookah. I, I bit, I hog it. So maybe keep it there for a bit if you want. Yeah. So what? What was the? How old were you when you first tried hookah? Uh, I feel like I tried it late, and I was like at least eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me as well, it was later in life. It's funny in Europe, there's this like a uh, perception that hookah is this thing you do when you're fourteen and you can't get into bars, but somehow you can do hookah. Like, where's the? Where are those places? Like most places in Denmark, you couldn't get into it until you were eighteen. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what this experience other people have. Oh, I have no idea. I mean, there are like, I mean, where, where I'm from, you can do it whenever, like how old right. you are, like you, as long as you can afford it, I guess. But also, yeah, but at the same time, I I don't know. I just feel like never felt like inclined to do it. Like even like when I say I try it for the first time, I literally just tried it. Right. And that was it. You know, I, I, you know. I think for a lot of people, it's like more like the cultural aspect of it. Yeah. And just hanging out with people and like having something to do together. Yeah. yeah and I think for me, for most of my life, most of my friends were not drinking al- alcohol. So this was the thing that we'd go out and do. You know, like people go to bars, right? And, and yeah. they have a drink. Friends have a drink. For us, it was we go and have hookah together that was our thing going out meant going out for hookah yeah so that was just like a way to just sit around play card games smoke hookah and it was just always so fun yeah yeah especially with cars and stuff like that yeah Yeah. still when i go home now uh to denmark most of my friends still go out for hookah and when i when i'm there this is what we do together and then we play card games and if it's if we're two people we'll play uh backgammon you know taula yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And for multiple people will play cards. So I don't know, it's like it's an it's a fun it's a nice social thing for me. It's also um it was really weird back in the UK because I would go to this hookah place all the time. But I didn't really have any friends who like doing it. They would yeah. come only to like spend time. Then I found out that I had a lo- I had loads of male friends. Yeah. And um I noticed like my male friends always wanted to like go out to like a bar or whatever so like places with music and they could just drink because my my female friends would be like yeah i'll come over for a cup of tea and then you sit there and you have your tea and you talk about the things that you need to talk about so i found out that if i got my male friends to come to the hookah place with me then i could really crack them open and start get them to talk to me about things that they wouldn't do at a bar (laughs) that's interesting yeah Yeah. because i wanted to know about things that they felt and like what it wasn't just like oh so who are you hooking up with this week or like what what's how's work <laughs> yeah, going the, the common question who are you hooking up with this <laughs> with week, this week. <laughs> ask each other. yeah so how's the dating life going whereas you know in at a hookah place you could be like how's the dating life going and then they'd be like yeah i'm seeing this girl and then you'd be like oh so how do you feel about it how does that feel? Yeah. What would you be want to be different? You have a whole different conversation than you would at a bar. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't like hanging out at bars at all. I think they're yeah. loud and the thing is just... For sure. And I, I, I don't like places where I have to shout nope. when I'm talking to people. No. Nope. just fucking sucks. And you know, I feel like hookah smells good. Bars usually don't smell good. No. No. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's... I don't know. I think it's just a, such an American thing and I don't care for it. Just hang out at bars. I don't like to go in bars. When someone invites me, I'm just like... Unless there's a show, I'll go right. to my spot, but I'm not going to go hang out at a bar unless we sit outside and it's quiet. Yeah. And there's food. Exactly. Yeah. Food is like integral to anything I do. It's like... Yeah, exactly. I yeah. just... Yeah. I don't get the culture of like drinking and everything. I mean, it's yeah. just, you know, people are used to it, but I it doesn't really appeal to me no. by any means. Yeah. No, for sure. So how is your dating life going <laughs> Dating life. Perfect. Perfect segue. <laughs> My dating life? Yeah, I know you're in a relationship, right? Well, yeah, I've been in a relationship for five years. Yeah, I was like, oh, are you, are you about to get married? Or? It's going great. It's going great. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's... You guys met in college? Yeah, or... we met in college. Yeah, we've uh, worked at the same place for two months. Oh, okay. That's how we met, and then we became friends, and then we started dating. And so, did you move here first, or did she, or...? together or no, we moved it? together yeah okay yeah yeah is she, is she also in comedy okay no but we 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 we, we started dating back in portland right. uh we went to college so then we moved here together yeah do you miss uh dating no <laughs> i i mean oh, honestly good. like like i've i've never even like went like on like dating on apps i've never done that Lucky you. Yeah. I'm, it's miserable. No, I know it is miserable. Like, even, like, when, when I did in the past, it was literally people, like, who I knew in person and yeah. met. And then, like, we like we had, like, a pre-existing, like, like n- not even a friendship. Like, I, I know them through a friend or something mm. like that. And then, like, you know, we start talking and, and, and all of that. But, like, they were really just, like, I've never, like, went on a date with a stranger. Uh, on the on the flip side, I've never gone on a date with someone I knew already. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's like such yeah. a different world. No, I know. I yeah, I like literally remember I downloaded dating apps for like, and I tried it for a day, <laughs> and then I was like, this is fucking exhausting. It's, I'm like, I'm, it's I'm, gross. I don't need a new anxiety. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, I I get it. To some people, like, it's that's the only way, especially like you know, a place like New York or. All of that, but just like the fact that you just like swipe on people and yeah. just like. And culturally, I think dating, I think behaviors have changed a lot. Probably, um, with the dating apps, people are far less inclined to go up to someone now to yeah. talk to them or like to establish a connection before because the dating apps just make it so much more accessible to. Yeah. So it relies way less on on that first interaction with people in a. At a bar or exactly. at wherever. I, exactly, yeah. I just don't think I just don't think texting someone or like talking to them or like looking at their profile means anything. Sometimes people are like little sometimes people are good people and they're fun to be around, but they just like do not know how to market themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, and some like the worst people know how to market themselves. They do, yeah. It's the all the finance bros. Yeah, exactly. Do you know yeah. what, what, what words to do? Some of them don't even make their create their own profile they have someone else do it for them yeah that's apparently a whole thing now yeah so that's the thing it's just like i don't know what this who this person is you know like it's such a 
don't yeah. know. It's really yeah. weird to me. I've given up. Yeah, it's just like... I've given up. I, it, it's not fun anymore. The novelty of it wore off really fast. And yeah, it's just like you go on a, you go on dates with so many weirdos. Like weirdos as in like just people I don't want to spend time with. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's such a... So what would be a move when you met someone? Would you just like message them first like non non aggressively i'm trying to figure out what you were doing back then oh i mean look like i said literally it's just like it's not even like because like, i think like it, like anyone i've dated like it wasn't even like you know you message them with the intent of dating like you just like i literally just like become friends like first and then sometimes you become fr- like i become friends with new people and then we just are friends right but sometimes like stuff changes, so it's just like I've never like you know met someone through a person. They're like, like okay, uh, asked them on a date. It was just like I've like I had to know them for at least months. Right, right, right. Uh, before any of that, any of that happens. So, which honestly, like you know, it just like saves a lot of the time because it's just like you know you've already like gone through these initial barriers of just like pretending yeah. to be someone who you're not and then once you get to know them you're like okay is this person like yeah a good person to be around or not you know yeah i can see that i can see that for me the problem is i friend zone people right away like if i hang out with someone in a group setting if i hang out with you know um males females i just automatically think of people as my friends so then there's like no way that that could change for me yeah and i think it's just because i grew up around I grew up with boys and male cousins and loads of like, and their friends. So I was just always comfortable being friends with guys. So I just, when I meet guys, I just automatically make them friends. I think of them as nothing else. It's just friends. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, I think it's difficult to revert back. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. 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 So then I thought, okay, well, the, the apps at least allows me to just think of people as a viable option but then that's not been fun so no i know i know yeah. I, 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 have, <laughs> I love how you're like yeah no i, I have no advice because i really don't know i'm not know. seeking advice no, i don't I, think i, I, I don't think there like, is i'm not like advice. no i'm not even like I'm not, I'm not saying you're asking for advice i'm just <laughs> i'm just saying that even if i wanted to i'm just like because i i mean you're not the first person obviously to tell me that i hear that from so many people and it's just like yeah what are you, you gonna know? do yeah. what are you gonna do yeah i think it's uh it's also so much easier being on your own and not having to deal with other people. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly think like, I really, really think that, I mean, I don't like, I know people say like love on like the first sight. And stuff. I don't really believe in that. Cause right. I'm just, like, you don't love someone, no. but you can tell if this is going to like, can be something or not. That's true. Like, yeah. you know, like just based on like, like, like is this no. someone like you want to hang out with again is this something with someone like i feel like people like go on like second and third dates trying to find that thing they haven't found yet it's like if it's not from the first conversation like there's yeah. nothing that you guys like like both like or something mm. uh like something like you you connect on yeah like at least you need that like do you like the, like do you even like like the same show like right. just find one thing that you mm. like like yeah like because i know like i've met people where i'm just like you know before like start dating rosie where it's just like 
they're a fun person to be around and they're like a friend of a friend or something but i would never see myself with that person because they're just like just based on like talking to them like we have no like we don't have like same interests at right. all right and like and it's just like is this person i can't tolerate for an hour or two is this person i can spend a whole day with and that's a different thing i think people don't understand that they're just like no this is a person that you can spend an hour with every day or like every week but not more than that like if it's not someone that you can like travel with for a week then maybe it should not right right for sure yeah yeah recently we've been talking with some of my some of my friends about giving nice guys a chance because you know the people you swipe on are people that you find like immediately attractive right based on their profile of course yeah so you then go on a date and you're like okay this is an attractive person um but you already knew that because it's like an aesthetic thing right but then they, either you, you're attracted to them on the date or you're not attracted to them, in which case you might never see them again. But then people who are just immediately attractive in that way, I find, are often not just not good people either. Yeah. They're like fuckboys. They know how to work their attractiveness. They know what they can get out of it. Whereas a lot yeah. of nice guys, you know, you meet them and you're not like immediately attracted to them. Um but they might be fun to spend time with. Yeah. And for me, recently, I've been trying to like give those guys a second or a third date. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah but it's it's kind of hard because actually Katie Boyle was telling me, shout out to Katie. She was telling me how her therapist says to give a nice guy three to five dates yeah. because you might get attracted to their personality um, and not something immediate. And I guess that goes to, back to what you're saying about being friends with someone first and then thinking, can I actually spend more time with this person? Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because like I have, I have, I have friends or I'm just like, you know, I like hanging out with them, like in specific, like contexts, you know, like this is someone, oh, I would like, you know, uh, go and watch comedy with or right. like this is someone you'd go to to a concert with they, they were like fun in that context like oh a road trip they're fun in that but like it's not a person that you just like want to hang out with and have a conversation about right. something that they, they don't really that's not really their thing yeah yeah uh, especially like when i lived in portland a lot of people like were like into hiking and like camping and stuff like that so sometimes like friends are like love hiking or something i'm like oh yeah when i'm going go and go on a hike or go with this friend because they're just like they make it more fun because they're like very excited about it and everything right. but like if you talk to them about like tv shows that you like or like comedy and writing that's you don't do that so it's just like yeah yeah so i feel like when you date someone you want someone who just like can fill all these cats like right. in any context yeah you like spending time with them yeah you know whether like watching tv together going out traveling having conversation or literally just sitting there and saying nothing yeah you know because at the end of the day like you they're gonna be around for, for sure for a long time and then you know like one two years like i just feel like I guess my thing is just like if you feel like you have to t tolerate someone, then it's just not, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, you know, there are there are times where I've been like, can't wait for this day to end so I can go home and be alone. And that's like, <laughs> if you ever feel that way, you probably should never go on another date with them. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. For you, sure. Yeah, if you just want them to be gone and it's just like, <laughs> oh man, the best date I went on like that was 
with someone went on a date it was just supposed to be brunch but then we ended up spending like 13 hours together and the conversation just never stopped yeah yeah eventually we ended things because we got too we got too close yeah too fast so like it it was intimidating and it fell apart because of yeah. that which is like you know but yeah that's such a that i feel like that's a real thing to want in your relationship to be able to just talk about anything and everything just nonsense but yeah exactly yeah. you just have to be fun i yeah. don't know how to, i mean i don't know how i mean that means different stuff for different people yeah but you know like i would like like i wouldn't date like i wouldn't ever date someone who was just like you know someone was just like yeah i just i just hate watching comedy or like i don't get that world <laughs> or something like that and i just like okay like as a person like if you're a friend I'm like okay like yeah. that's fine but like if someone like you're gonna like spending spend time on like well that's an integral part of my life if you and if you don't want to be involved in that i don't think that's just gonna for sure it's not healthy it does not work that way yeah i wonder what there are some people that make it work like their lives and their partner's lives are so separate and they don't really talk about that like they don't talk about the thing they spend majority of their life doing like work right that's what yeah. we mainly do but they somehow make it work. I just... I don't know. I just I think it's how. psycho. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I think they settle. I think that's what it is. But that's the thing. Yeah, I don't want, like, I don't want ever to do that. Like, no. I, like, like, Rosie works in, like, UX and, like, gra- graphic design and all of that. I don't know how to do any of that shit. But at the same time, like, I listen to her talk about it because it's just, like, you know, it's something good to learn about and just, like, seeing, like, what she's been working yeah. on, like, watching, like, her work and stuff like that. You know, I don't have to do it myself, but, like, you know, and and I mean, like, like vice versa. But but with someone like, but like keeping it separate. Like, how am I not supposed to know about that part of your life? Yeah. And not talk about it. It's just weird. Yeah. And it is like a third of your, like half of at least your waking yeah, hours, right, exactly. spent on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Does she, does she give you advice on comedy? Do you like run jokes by her? I I mean I I do sometimes mm-hmm. like okay. I, I I ask her like what she what she thinks and all of that but yeah yeah I mean she's I mean she's very helpful like, especially like when I like when I'm right when I have to write something or like I'm working on a pilot or something and she'd read it and she'd like have like a lot of like good like intel or like she would like help me like rewrite something mm. and, and all of that stuff. and she's like done like some you know she does like some comedy writing herself you like she had like a uh like uh, a group that she like used to like write like a scripted podcast with oh, cool. and so she had like an experience in that but i guess what i'm saying is she doesn't do stand-up comedy right. as as a thing or like that's she does it more like you know something she enjoys doing and yeah as a as a hobby and and, and all of that but yeah she, we, we do these stuff together and it's, you know it's always like fun just to kind of like have someone to and she shows me her work too and she asked me like what what i think about it like as a because at the end of the day you're doing it for people so you need a Right. Yeah. Uh, to tell you what they think, but but yeah, I feel like just keeping it like separate would be so weird. Like, so weird. It wouldn't make any sense. No. Yeah, yeah I totally feel that. How do you write your jokes? I really don't. I really don't write. No. I don't like I, when I say write like actual like the, right sit down and write the, a joke. Yeah, yeah, the actual act. Oh, right. Because I just don't know how to just like sit down and just like write every word like my thoughts or something 
I usually like honestly just talk out loud to myself, mm. and I just have to like I like basically just like repeat lines over and over again, and just like kind of cut it that way, and like because I like to know like how they sound, and like I feel like when I if I try to write stand up comedy, if I sit down and write it, I feel like my brain switches to kind of like writing mode as if it's like something is to be read and my jokes oh, okay. just like become long right uh yeah and then but once you start saying those things out loud you you kind of know where to exactly like oh this is yeah. too long like this yeah. is like this is like, like the setup is going forever exactly i'm just like oh i'm just going into details about stuff that don't make any sense right. uh so i'm just like you know i just try to say stuff out loud and like uh just you know keep trying them and, and all of them then uh, you know just try them on stage yeah. and sometimes it's like you know that like sometimes it's so funny because like you get on stage and you're just like been thinking about like one punchline for so long and you can't come up with it and then you're on stage in front of people and it just comes out and you're like here it is yeah that's funny so for the longest time okay i don't have my phone on me okay it's over there uh, i forgot that i had my phone recording anyway um I used to back in the UK. I used to do this thing where I would look at news stories and I would go for like Daily Mail news because yeah. they're like the dumbest news you can get. And I would look at these news stories and be like, okay, how do I take one hook from a like a story hook and then write that's the setup and then write the punchline to it? Yeah, and that was really fun to do because kind of you know you think in one liners. So be of course yeah. yeah that was really fun i actually wanted to try that out on the podcast as well and be like hey so what do you think of this could you could you yeah <laughs> combine yeah, I mean, it with fun. And I, i've only done that in the context of like late night you know like or like when or like you know you write something for twitter or something so you want it like to be like punchy news, yeah. like punchy quick yeah but, but yeah but for my stand-up itself i'm just like I don't really do much news just because I just, just in case the news gets old. Yeah. And then you can, exactly. And then you can't, you can't do it anymore. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I do write though, like when I, like, you know, like if I feel like I came up with something that I don't want to forget. So I would like write it as a line, like mm. in my notes or something, just so I can like yeah. remind myself of like what, the funny part of the joke, basically, right. like the setup. I'll fucking come up with set, with the setup yeah. later. I just need to have like the punchline down. Yeah, for me, mostly it's just it pops into my head something funny that just I start thinking about it. I'm like, that is that's a weird thought, and then it kind of unravels and it turns into a bit. Um, yeah, that's usually how it works for me. Those punchy jokes, those were for BBC for like News Jack. That's when that's why I was writing the first so sort of like late night. But yeah. um I loved thinking in that way. But you just can't really do that on stage because you just turn over so yeah. fast. Yeah, because everything works for different mediums, you know, like stuff that kill on late night will not do well on like stand up and vice versa. Right. Like like sometimes like I have stuff that get like a, gets a big laugh when I do it on stand up, but then if you tweet it it doesn't do well. Right. Because it just you just have to do it. You have yeah. to say it out loud, and that's the funny part. Right, right. Uh, yeah, but it's funny because yeah, I, I see, people do this shit all the time here, like in New York and stuff. Like you see someone tweet something, and then they go on stage and just literally just read it, and basically, yeah. and it's just like, 
cool. Yeah, I recently noticed comics doing that because they they'll they'll share their tweet on Instagram. I'm not I don't really use Twitter, uh, and then I'll think, oh, that's so funny, and then I'll see them do the exact same tweet on stage, and it's whoa, that was. Yeah, I I never yeah. seen that before. Uh, in the, no, it's, it's funny the written form. Yeah, exactly. Just like because your brain processes it differently, and it's just like I feel like it's such a hard thing for people to understand. Yeah. And it's like there are so many different mediums of comedy. Like you don't have to be good in all of them. It, right. it will not make sense. Right. You know, like I, for example, like I don't do sketch comedy. I don't write sketches, and I because I don't really enjoy writing sketches, mm. and I it doesn't really appeal to me. I'm just like I'll write stand up, I'll write late night, I'll write. Right. Uh, some people are like really good at like doing TikTok videos, but it doesn't mean you can do stand up. Yeah, and I think that's also a, a recent transition that people are starting to realize is not really working. Like they'll get it's someone who has like a million TikTok followers, and then they'll put them on a stage, and they'll bomb. Of course, they're yeah. bomb. Yeah, because like yeah. you're like, oh, so you took the person who people enjoy seeing for no more than thirty seconds, <laughs> and you know, this person should talk for a long time. <laughs> like that's the literally the opposite of what they're doing. Right. They're good at short form, very short form comedy. <laughs> Why are they on stage? Like I get it. Like if you're like a stand up person, and you do TikTok because there's so many ways you can do TikTok. Yeah. But like if you only do TikToks and then you're like, I mean, I guess you can be good at stand-up if you, if you want to like, because like what you're saying is like a lot of people like don't want to do it like the traditional way. Mm. You know, like I get it. Like you do TikTok, you're funny, but then you're like, oh, I want to try stand-up. But they don't do the local shows. They don't do the open mics. They don't do the 10 minute sets. They just go on and book a club and sell it because they yeah. do have the fans. Yeah. And that's all the club, what the club cares about. Right. And then they want to do an hour. I'm like, but you don't have material for an hour. And it might be like, um, it's like sometimes it's so hard to tell people that because they're like, think you're gatekeeping stand up from them or something. And I'm just like, it is hard. I do it. And I think it's hard. A lot of, a lot of days it, it feels so hard to make people laugh. And it's like, like even sometimes the stuff that works it's hard to make them work again in different contexts and i I love it i do enjoy it but it's like it's not easy and like it's not and when people talk about the formula like what is this formula like i who has it does does someone have it yeah exactly it it makes those yeah because you can do the same joke that's worked like at five different places but in the sixth place it might not work so the formula obviously is not foolproof, whatever exactly, it is. Exactly, yeah, because there's so many aspects of it. There's the room, there's the audience, there's the vibe, there's the time of the day. There's so much that goes on into this yeah. shit. And people think they're just like, yeah, I'm like, cool, you sold the place, you did. But yeah. you don't have jokes. You don't have like, this is not, you can't just talk. And I feel like that's the other thing that people don't really like. I'm like, like you can't just go there and you have like vague ideas of what you want to talk about and talk about that yeah. like a lot of this stuff are just like I had to you know you try so many times and you cut and you add and you change words yeah. and you, you you know you do so much for it to eventually you know sound good and I get it after a while of doing stand up sometimes like you think of something and you do it you do it on stage and it kills 
just because like you know you've sort of you learned how to do it you've learned how to think in that way exactly but yeah. when you're starting out for sure like yeah. you, you notice that sometimes putting a word at the beginning of the bit instead of at the end will change how it's received exactly but you, there's no way you know that from the beginning exactly yeah i'm like now i can like think of something funny and then i'm like i know how to get on stage yeah and make it sound like a joke right, right. you know you yeah. talk slow you do this you do that and then you end it and you just kind of like you know sandwich it in between your other jokes and it just sounds yeah it sounds funny yeah and then obviously you'll work it and you'll make it better eventually but still it will still sound like a joke but then you see, see these people and they're just like I'm like Oh, you're talking. Yeah, you're just talking. Yeah. Like, where's the you need to set up and a punch sign? Where are yeah, these? where this is yeah. where this is going? And like, and like, you can't just you know. It's all set up, set up, set up. Exactly, or just like yell your punchline, right. or like, or uh, or when you want pe- people to laugh, or just like, yeah, I'm like, it has to end somewhere. Like, it, like the ending needs to be the strongest part, and you can't just move on to the other thing. Then like, I'm like, oh, did we just not? We're not gonna finish yeah. that part. <laughs> Are we just moving on right now? Just, I love that. I love the cause of just like just setups, <laughs> no punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 so weird to me. I don't I don't I don't know. And uh, I mean, like that's you, well, know, you can't stop yeah. people from doing comedy. I'm like I'm like, hey, you can do it. If you if you want to fucking sell this venue and make your money and go, but it's I am one person. Yeah, it does not matter. I just don't find them funny. If if you know if that's what you want to do and keep making money, that's your thing. I just don't think it's enjoyable. Absolutely. Yeah, because I'm like the joy for me is for, for people to laugh, and I think it's such a nice feeling. Yeah. Like when you like write something and people laugh at it, and you're like, oh, I did this, I wrote this. This is so good. Just like such an, you know, you write what. It's so funny because like, when you have a good a new joke, this is all you can think about. Every time you do it and it kills, you're just like, oh. So happy. Or when you write a joke and it works the first time you do it, you're like, fuck yeah, that was such an amazing feeling. I know, I know, yeah. I know. And you do it until like you're tired. Of that. Like, but it's so funny because like, and it's such a th- thing because I'm just like, and people can tell that you're excited about it. So they mm. will laugh too because it's, it's an energy thing because like you're doing your whole set waiting to get to that joke because you're just so proud of it. <laughs> And I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to learn how to, like, you know, like, even if I'm not, like, I told this joke so many times and I'm so tired, I'm like, just to fake that enthusiasm mm. for it. Because I feel like that's what people get from. Because, like, yeah. why are they laughing at this new joke? So hard, even though I have similarly, like, good jokes, but they're just like, oh, they can see. They, they feel your energy, for sure. Yeah. I definitely have added, I started adding more energy to my performances. Because in the UK, I used to do more, like, low energy deadpan kind of stuff and then when i moved here i realized people need like more punchy quick 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 stuff to for you to get through like no one people are not forgiving here they don't let you just tell a bit they don't they don't like long setups they don't like stories so then you it kind of forced me to put more energy on and now i've sort of gotten into that stage where before i go on stage state where before i go on stage i just like bring the energy yeah and yeah exactly you want to be like you know wanna, you want to be excited ex- you, yeah oh, you also like you know like you want to be an entertainer too because it's just like yeah and i also always remember that you know people are paying people are taking time out of their lives to come to a comedy show and just like treating them with like basic respect and dignity and being like all right you are you 
um, you deserve some good jokes. You deserve some good energy. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I feel like the other, and like this is still hard for me too because it's just like sometimes like you forget that you're doing these jokes for the audience. Right. You're not doing it for the other comics. Right. But it's very hard because like you're just like you want the other comics to think you're cool <laughs> and you want them to think you're funny and you want them to laugh at your jokes too. Right. And sometimes like you, when you do a joke that you, you know that they've heard before, you kind of like don't want to do it. Mm. But yeah, that's not your audience. That, yeah, that's true. I feel that yeah. often, but it's like you're doing the audience has never heard it before. Exactly. They're the ones you're doing it for. Exactly. Yeah. This is new for them. Yeah. This is exciting for them. Also like, also, like, I, when I see someone do a joke that I've seen do, do a thousand times before, I don't care. And I, That's true. you know, yeah. like, I'm like, no, this, I mean, but it's their joke. Like, of, of course, they're going to they're yeah. do it. I know how hard it is to write jokes. But, like, once you're there, you forget that they, the people in the audience who are comics, they know, they understand. They get it. It's, it's, it's like, they do it, too. So, like, and also, you're not there for them. And And I feel like once you start, like, a lot of people do this shit too because they're just like I feel like once you start like focusing on the other comic you do you start doing a lot of like inside baseball shit oh, okay it's only funny yeah. for the comic yeah I haven't I never do that but yeah I can see what you're saying no I see other people yeah. doing it yeah and I'm just like oh you're just trying to make your friends laugh right 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 but like being like hybrid specific stuff or like this is this is I hate this type of comedy so much but like <laughs> when people do comedy about stand up comedy Mm. or like they're doing like they're start telling jokes about open mics or something yeah like and no one like, can relate to that other than comics yeah for sure you don't understand like I'll, like how many people have asked you like when you how do you write jokes or like do you do comedy and like they're just mesmerized by the concept of like doing open mics and like right. they don't understand like this is a whole process yeah that you're doing because to them you're just you know thinking stuff coming to the stage and telling for stuff. sure and no one cares like yeah. The, the audience doesn't care about your open mic experience per se, right? Like yeah. that's they just just give them the jokes. That I don't know. That's that's a weird thing to me. I also one thing I really dislike is when when people comment on on stage on how the audience receives their bits. That <laughs> really kills me. That really puts me off. It's like it's so funny to me because I'm just like, has that ever helped anyone? Right. It doesn't help. Yeah. Sometimes the room sucks. It's yeah. okay. What are you going to do about it? You yeah. know, like we've all been in, in, in places where like in a room and we know the performance is good, but the vibe is off. The vibe is off. Or, that's no yeah. one's, you know, no one's uh, like fault. Right. Like, you know, yeah. like people are not there like intentionally, like not laughing. Just your jokes. It does not matter. Like, And it's also okay to, to know that some days you're just not that funny. Like sometimes your vibe is off too. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be because you're a performer. But it is sometimes exactly, yeah. like other things are going on or like, yeah, like you can be exhausted and, and that translates on stage to a bad performance. Exactly. I mean, like, that's the thing is if you're treating it as a job, people like have off days and like, yeah. like they're like fucking like great athletes who have like off days or like an off right. season. Yeah. You know, it does not mean that they're bad. They're right. just like, it's, there's something. Absolutely. There's like, yeah, the energy of, it. but yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That is funny. Um, so last question for you. When did you decide to get into stand up? What made you get into it? I was in well the first time I did stand up this this was a this was a new year resolution. Wow. So I did that it was literally January of two thousand sixteen. 
but because remember I was talking about college and like electives and stuff and I took one of the electives I took was public speaking and the professor who was teaching it is the one who was like you should try stand up and I did that's why I got it that's into great it. that's good January yeah. 2016 I must have started stand up a few months after that yeah 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 yeah, but yeah, it's just like you know, it's just like, but like that thing. I feel like I had to, like I was a fan of stand up, but like I had to like, but I haven't really like did that like public speaking in front of people and trying to right. be funny. You like, you know, you're funny in conversation and everything, mm. but like, you know, it's a whole different beast when you have to do it like in front of a crowd. In front of a crowd, yeah. I used to, so I used to do public speaking back in Denmark, and that's where since I think 2012, and. I started noticing that every time I went on stage, I made the audience laugh. So yeah. talk about very personal stuff, but I liked when there was like a funny twist to it and it made the audience laugh and because you kind of broke the tension. Because I would yeah. build a lot of tension with the story and make it, break it with laughter. And then when I got into comedy, I was like, oh, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. It's just way less tension building basically yeah so that that was quite interesting but public speaking and stand-up they're so related yeah of yeah. course yeah i mean that's i mean that's the main part i mean that's uh, what people scares people the most is like talking in front of other people right. yeah because usually you're talking to strangers and that's what it's like yeah i feel like if you're funny in conversation like with people it's just like yeah but they already have the context they know you and you can just get to it and there's like so much like but with stranger they have no idea who the fuck you are no no yeah i think um being a lot often also what people are afraid of is being funny in front of strangers yeah. right it's like they might be able to speak in front of strangers but trying to be funny in front of strangers is exactly yeah, yeah. you have to make them laugh yeah. yeah just like telling stories is a different thing right. all you need to do is literally just listen listen yeah, yeah. for sure yeah well, Mohanad, this was lovely. Thanks for Thank coming you. on. Of course, yeah. I can talk to you forever. Um, do you wanna? Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram. Then you can find me on Twitter at Mohanad El Shaky. You can find me at my home. I'll give you the address. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> we'll put it in the link. Yeah, just buy yeah. like, a little Google, Google Map. Just, <laughs> yeah, put, he needs they, a stalker. You put my apartment number too, because I, <laughs> you know, it's a, a, a there's a lot of apartments there right i need them to know yours and yeah. you want them to send you like seven heads or a basket of muffins which one i don't know man it just depends on the day just look <laughs> from the window and see how i'm feeling <laughs> all right well this was let's hookah follow us for more stuff check out more episodes you can follow me on jansudistat c-a-n-s-u-d-i-s-t-a-t on instagram thank you